episode 11 with me, Kim McCall, talking about the personal energetic task. Welcome to the Multidimensional Evolution Podcast. I am your host, Kim McCall. If you want to find out more about life beyond the physical dimension, this is the place to be. We will be having conversations to expand your consciousness, help you reconnect with your essential self, and live life as an integrated, multidimensional human being. But given the subject matters a request, don't believe in anything including what is shared here. Experiment, have your own experiences, and always use discernment. The musical introduction to this episode is by Finnish fusion artist Axel Teslev and his song Reincarnation. In this episode, I introduce a form of energetic assistance known as PENTA, or the Personal Energetic Task. This is a practice we can take up as a way to making a positive contribution to life on this planet. The practice of PENTA was developed by the Brazilian consciousness researcher Valdo Vieira as a powerful tool open to anybody who experiences the multidimensional nature of life. It is practiced by hundreds, or perhaps by now even thousands of people, predominantly in Brazil, and I have been getting an increasingly strong sense that it is important at this stage of global history for more and more of us to take up this practice, to contribute to the transformations that are taking place and work towards them occurring in a positive way as much as possible. All I can offer here in this podcast is a broad outline of the practice. I encourage you to consider the information provided in this episode, and if it speaks to you in any way, do more research. There is a book about the practice by Valdo, there are a couple of related articles on my blog, and there will be links to all of this on multidimensionalevolution.com, and I and others can provide further clarification. And even if you do not see yourself committing to Penta, at this stage or ever, just thinking about the multidimensional implications I explore in this episode may give you some new perspectives on what is happening in the world. So I think it's fair to say that there is a lot of issues going on in the world today that are causing a lot of suffering to literally millions of people. And as far as we can see right now on the horizon, there isn't really any quick answer or any quick relief from the mass migrations, the political tensions, and of course, importantly, the environmental pressure that is, seems to be ever-increasing and causing more and more challenges for humanity. And there are many things that um, need to be addressed at many different levels. Physical measures, economic measures, the way we live, our social structures, all of these things are increasingly coming under question And if they haven't come under question yet, then they probably will be coming under question quite soon. And these processes are causing a lot of stress um, for a lot of people. And so everything that we can do to assist that 
right now at this time in history is incredibly important. And so today I want to talk a little bit, I want to introduce a particular form of multidimensional or if you want spiritual assistance that we as individuals can do to contribute to the collective, the collective of humanity. And in particular to contribute to that collective of humanity that um, we often forget, which is those who are not currently living in physical bodies, but who are in fact very much around us and whose well-being actually plays an important role in the well-being of this planet. I'll talk a bit more about that as I go on. So the practice I'm talking about today, PENTA, the Personal Energetic Task, was first developed or at least expressed in the terms that I'm outlining here now by the Brazilian consciousness researcher Valdo Vieira. And a lot of what I'm talking about here is uh, either directly or indirectly um, drawn from his book, Penta Manual, Personal Energetic Task. The practice could be described as an advanced form of energetic assistance. I say advanced because it is a refined, refined or developed form, because of course energetic assistance has existed for thousands and thousands of years. Prayer is a very uh, widely known form. We gather together in groups or as individuals and we focus our intention for some time through words, i.e. prayer, and um, not the prayer always takes that form, but that is one way that one can, one can express it. And in doing that, whether knowingly or not, we are in fact channeling our energy and we are seeking assistance from some, some uh, you know, being, entity, God or guides or spirits or whoever it is that we're praying to um, and expressing an, an intent of assistance. Different meditation practices have the same, have the same focus. But um, a lot of the time, these practices aren't developed in full understanding of the multidimensional nature of reality. And um, there's often recourse to kind of overarching themes like a god or deity or something like that without, a, without a necessarily a clear um, sense of cooperation between us and this person whose help we're looking for. And um, these exercises can also have uh, sometimes a bit of a hopeful nature or a wishful, a wishful nature. We, we wish something good would happen. Um, with Penta, we are looking at a deliberate intention and a conscious cooperation in regular practice with uh, non-physical helpers. So that's the practice I'll be outlining here today to give you a chance to think about it and consider it and feel into your own reality and see whether that is something that might be a way that you can contribute to the well-being of this planet. I do want to say at the outset that 
this is not a replacement of physical actions. There has been, and I think quite rightly, um, an increasing backlash when calamities, when, well, crimes happen, when murders happen, um, especially in the US, when people get shot and then uh, government officials express pray send, send prayers and wishes. Uh, people are understandably outraged that they're sending prayers and wishes but not taking any practical action um, in the physical dimension to address these issues. So the practice of Penta does not absolve us from taking everyday physical actions in the life around us, but it provides a very important multidimensional aspect to the assistance that we can provide in this world. And it, as a practice, it does have and it can have very real tangible effects. It's not an airy-fairy practice. It actually changes... Um, it changes things in the world, although we might not immediately see them because things that are changed are non-physical. So to start with, we might have to have a brief outline of um, how the multidimensional uh, relationship is between non-physical people and physical people. So we are surrounded by non-physical people all around us, um, not necessarily in the way that ghosts are, so it doesn't mean we've got a ton of people in the house with us as such. Sometimes there might be people in the house with us that we can't see, but um, the majority of the non-physical people live in their own dimensions, which are essentially um, frequencies created by their own thoughts and emotions. So these dimensions are maintained or bring together people that have similar patterns of thoughts and emotions, people who've left their physical body for good or for its current time, and um, they live in communities, some smaller, some bigger. There's big cities, there is small towns, um, there are people living in very old-fashioned ways and people living in incredibly futuristic ways that we haven't seen on this planet yet. But there are literally billions of extra-physical consciousnesses surrounding this planet. And uh, their thoughts and emotions, which express themselves as energy, have a very real tangible effects on the thoughts and emotions of the living embodied consciousnesses of current humanity and how we show up in the world, how we live our life, how we interact with each other and how we interact with our environment is a direct result, is a direct expression of our thoughts and emotions. And so a lot of the pathologies that we're seeing, the tendencies towards warfare, the um, environmental destruction, the valuing finances over human lives, um, business interests over social cohesion, all these things um, 
are expressions of states of consciousness that don't just start here in this physical dimension. They actually uh, start and are strengthened and empowered in the non-physical dimensions, where there are literally millions and billions of consciousnesses who, whose state of mind is aligned with the states of mind that are leading to these kinds of uh, patterns that we're seeing, as well as billions of consciousnesses who have other states of mind, who actually want to bring um, innovative and harmonizing and beneficial ideas and thoughts and energies into this world. And we're seeing plenty of that as well, expressed right now in the physical dimension. So this is one of the key premises, and this is probably the very first stumbling block to decide whether a practice like Penta is appropriate for us. Does this make sense? Does it make sense to you that there is an energetic exchange that happens between non-physical people and physical people, and that this energetic exchange is having real ramifications to life on this planet? If this idea is bizarre, if it doesn't make sense, then right now Penta would not be a, make sense to you to practice because the very foundation of it doesn't make sense. But if um, this idea does resonate, then there's, that's the first opening. Okay, so you understand or you accept that there is this multidimensional nature to life um, that we can, that we are not only uh, influenced by uh, non-physical consciousnesses, who, by the way, we were not that long ago before we were born, and we will return to be among them quite soon, really, in the scheme of things. Um, so, not only do we uh, influence each other, but also we can actually work together. So that is one of the ways in which, that is the key way in which Penta works, is that it's actually a cooperation between non-physical and physical people. So if we're open to accepting that, that's, that's the first step. Um, another prerequisite is having some experience of our own energetic reality and a sense that we can use our energy to assist others. And again, especially assist uh, extra-physical consciousnesses, but also um, other intra-physical consciousnesses. You know, you can find people in your life and you can notice, if you notice how your energies impact on people who are struggling in your life in a positive way, or you might have noticed how your energies have impacted on people in, in a negative way. But either way, you've got a sense, you have an understanding that energies impact on others. That is really a prerequisite because what we're talking about is fundamentally an energetic form of assistance. Another prerequisite for us to consider engaging in the personal energetic task is that our life is generally organized. It's like taking on any big commitment because Penta is quite a big commitment and I'll outline what it involves shortly. Um, but before you take on any big commitment, you want to make room, you want to make sure that you have room in your life and um, that it's not going to cause 
stress or clash with other things you're doing. You might also, in this case, you would also need to um, make sure that your current life is fully aligned. So it would not be, it doesn't really work to assume a multidimensional form of assistance if we're living a life of crime, for example, <laughs> or if we're living a life that is based on taking advantage of others or in some form um, damaging or hurting life forms, even if it's something that's, there's nothing inherently wrong with working, for example, in a slaughterhouse. It's a job. It needs to be done. People do it. But um, from an energetic point of view, it's a kind of activity that can be very difficult to align with the kind of work that Penta is. And um, the final point is that you want to be at a stage in your life where you feel that you can commit to this practice for the remainder of your life. So you want to have basic things already in place. Um, when you're young and you're finding your way through, for example, starting college and starting a new relationship and maybe starting a family, all these kinds of major life stages um, it can be very difficult during those periods to also practice something like Panta. So uh, that will depend from individual to individual, but for most of us, for the majority of us, Panta is something that we will start at the later stages uh, of our life, so from our mid-30s onwards. So let's talk about the details of the Panta practice. Panta is a technique in which we seclude ourselves can be in our bedroom or in a separate space if we have that luxury of having a separate space just for our penta practice. And we either lie on a bed or sit in an armchair, something where we can be comfortably um, sort of reclined and won't be disturbed during that period of time. And we establish uh, what is called an energetic coupling or an energetic link with a non-physical helper, one or more non-physical helpers. So an energetic link means that they uh, essentially infuse their energies uh, with our energetic body and then coordinate an exteriorization of energies. So we will be lying or reclining and we will, depending on our sensitivity, are most likely to start feeling the flow of energy from various points of our body outward, just out into the room. So the energy flows uh, usually flow from the chakras of our hands the, the palm chakras from the middle of our hands. Um, but they can also flow pretty much from any of our main seven chakras. And um, we don't have uh, necessarily have a target as such. So this is not a practice where you specifically focus on, you know, um, friend so-and-so. Uh, or such and such a person at that moment in time. Um, what you do, though, is uh, you, you, you can include people. So if there's people in your life that you know are struggling, uh, 
um, or even situations uh, that you know, for example, say your kids are at a school and there's been some major upset there, um, a traumatic loss, a child died, lots of ch children are grieving, um, there might be non, you know, extra physical consciousnesses around related to that incident, you could focus on that school, you can include that school. Um, but you do that outside of the one-hour practice, uh, so people have a uh, uh, um, little box or some, some container where you keep notes and you can add names of people and scenarios that you want to uh, have considered in the assistance and you connect with that outside of the practice and you put that name down and then you essentially let go of the scenario and rely on the helpers to manage how the assistance is provided and what kind of assistance is provided on the basis of the fact that they have the bigger overview of what's going on because our intraphysical nature kind of limits our perspective on all the details of pretty much any situation involving multidimensional issues. But while we may not have the full picture of the multidimensional uh, events that are taking place and all the assist assistance that is happening, Penta is nonetheless really a deep dive into our multidimensional and energetic reality. And when we start practicing Penta, we are likely to experience a multitude of energetic and parapsychic sensations. And these include things like pulsations and very tangible <coughs> experiences of our chakras, tingling and um, uh, uh, pressures and other sensations um, associated with the energetic body, expansion of the energetic body. Uh, we can also get impressions uh, of our helpers, of the helpers that are attached to us during the Penta practice. And these impressions can often be very expansive and uplifting. And at other times, we might have impressions from the energies of the people being assisted. And those can be more disturbed. Um, and we kind of get a feel for the suffering that people are experiencing. But it is through a kind of buffer or filter. We may have uplifting ideas and thoughts and get a really strong sense of being connected to this expansive and multidimensional assistential maxi-mechanism. And um, we can also have physical uh, phenomena like uh, rapid arm movements that are happening seemingly without any input on our part because they're actually under the control of the helpers. So these and other phenomena really make Penta uh, a very personal learning space about our multidimensional nature. So in a nutshell, um, you're committing an hour every day for the rest of your life. And that hour can happen pretty much any time that suits you, but you want it to stay at a regular time. So you, somewhere in the day, so in your daily schedule, you pick a three-hour time slot for example, between 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. And somewhere in that three-hour time slot, you do your hour of penta um, every day. 
So obviously, if there are uh, unusual circumstances, if you're traveling, if there's family issues, if something's coming up, um, sometimes you might skip a day, sometimes you might adjust the hours um, if to fit your temporary circumstances. But it's very good to keep the same pattern because the whole infrastructure gets built up around this practice. So this is uh, the reason why, one of the reasons why we're committing, there's, a, there's, a, there's the suggestion that you're committing to this for the rest of your life. Because once you commit to this, you're engaging essentially in a, in a contract, I suppose. You could call it a contract and an agreement with the extra physical helpers. And from the time that you start, there will be designated helpers that will start working with you around that practice of penta because they will uh, specialize in providing the kind of assistance that gets developed. And as you progress after some time, after a couple of years um, of doing penta, uh, you will start developing what is known in consensiology as the extra physical office. So over time, repeated, repeated exteriorizations of energy every day, um, you're essentially creating a, a mini dimension where you're contributing, the helpers are helping, of course, uh, contributing to a mini dimension um, in your regular practice space that is used for assistance to extra-physical consciousnesses who are brought there. And um, that is an, an extra physical infrastructure that's being established. So you're committing to that. Um, it's a team investment. There's a whole team being set up around you. So you're committing to your team. You're no longer just operating alone. You're, having, you're essentially assuming a responsibility, a really important responsibility as part of this multidimensional team. And there's a, there's a third reason why it's uh, important to commit to this practice and to stick with it. And that is that the first beneficiary of the practice is the practitioner themselves. And one of the big benefits that we have from it is what is called de-intrusion in consensiology. So one of the... Um, it's one of the big benefits of, of Penta generally is what, is what it, uh, things that it does is that it helps uh, um, remove intrusion. So intrusion is a concept, I'm hesitating because it's a bit of a loaded term um, that it comes with, but it refers to consciousnesses that carry um, energies that have negative impacts on other people. So if somebody has a highly hateful energy, a highly hateful thoughts, and carries that, that carries through in their energy, their energy is intrusive. It's a pathological energy that can impact on people. We can feel that, right? Everybody has felt um, the presence of another person in their life in a way that perhaps kind of dragged them down or made them feel uncomfortable, made, them, made you feel threatened, um, made you feel anxious, 
anything like that. Um, that's uh, an intrusive energy that you're reacting to. And these kinds of energies don't stop when we leave the physical body. So a lot of the people um, in the extra-physical dimension also carry energies that are intrusive. And for a lot of people, these are not deliberate. They're not going deliberately going around um, to harass people or to upset people with their energies. They're just not in a good place. But there are also people that are deliberate, just as there are in physical life. There are people that deliberately go out of their way to, to hurt others, humiliate others, harass others, and those people are equally found in the extra-physical dimensions. So all of that gets covered under the concept of intrusion and intruders. And we all experience it, we're all exposed to it, and we all come with our own intruders, in fact, from our own multi-existential past, because we've all had many lives before, and none of us have been saints in all our lives. We've all killed, we've all committed crimes, um, we've all hurt other people physically, we've hurt other people emotionally, and um, some of those people haven't forgiven us yet. Some of those people are still um, hanging on to their resentments about us. And occasionally they catch up with us, and uh, whether it's physical or extra-physical. And we always have an opportunity right now to deal with that, to heal our own actions, to bring healing to what we did in the past, even if we don't remember. So um, when we start with Penta, uh, the first beneficiary, as I said, is us. And we're a beneficiary in the sense that there is this wave of de-intrusion that happens. Um, and the helpers essentially assist us in clearing a lot of the uh, more intense um, extra-physical company that we might have had, and maybe even some intra-physical company that actually wasn't beneficial to us. So sometimes in the first few months of starting Penta, we might have dramas happen in our life, things might seemingly go wrong or might blow up or we might have ruptures in some of our relationships um, and uh, maybe deal with some more intense um, emotional and psychological pressures than normally, which we may not be aware of, have causes that aren't entirely from within ourselves, but also relate to some of the extra physical pressure that we're getting from um, that people that somehow have gotten triggered by the fact that we're starting to do penta. So this period of resistance and uh, de-intrusion, according to Valdiviera, can take about six months. And after that, things become a bit more smooth, um, or even a lot more smooth. And so if we were to stop penta, um, take a break for a few years, and then come back, we would have to go through this process again. And um, that's definitely not the ideal scenario. So that is why uh, Valdiviera always emphasizes to commit to this practice for the rest of your life. So as evolved as we think we might, we might like to think that we are, it is very natural to ask ourselves, well, why am I? Why would I commit to this? What's what's in it for me? I mean, it's all very nice um, being altruistic, but uh, it's quite a big deal 
setting an hour aside every day, especially for something that um, might seem a little bit nebulous, like uh, sending energy out into an empty room without a clear um, sense of, uh, you know, what, what the benefits are. So there are definitely some very profound benefits for us as evolving consciousnesses. Um, the first is, if you can think about the exchange rate like this, we are giving one hour of our time, and in return we get another 23 hours of dedicated assistance from extra physical helpers to support us on our evolutionary journey and our ability to continue to provide assistance. With time doing this practice, um, we, become, we, we come to integrate the, the reality of multidimensional life and um, the reality of the helpers. So for starters, one of the very first um, very tangible uh, phenomena that we will have from doing this practice is feeling energies daily. We will daily experience the way energy flows through our body, through our chakras. Um, and as we become more tuned, uh, we will start uh, feeling the presence of the helpers. Um, and we, might, we may start perceiving aspects of the existential work that is being done. One of the more, most tangible experiences as far as the existential work goes is to feel uh, the process of assisting people who've just recently died um, or who may have died a while ago but haven't actually gone through the full process of letting go of the physical life and step on into the extra physical life. And part of the way that expresses itself is that they are holding on to the dense energies of the energetic body that they had here in the physical dimension. And so one of the, uh, one of the multiple ways in which Penta can assist people, it provides a space where the energies of the human, the human uh, Penta practitioner, can be used by the helpers to essentially strip away the dense energies from those recently dead extra-physical consciousnesses and help them move on. So that's a, a very tangible experience um, that really shows us the process of death and dying from a very different perspective and also the process of life continuing after what we call death and dying. As we continue and develop in our Penta practice, it's also uh, a process that isn't confined to that one hour. So as I said, we have uh, assistance, we have the presence of the helpers, the full 24-7. And um, as our energetic body develops with the practice, we essentially start becoming a kind of walking, um, a walking multidimensional ambulance, I suppose. Uh, picking up people, extra-physical people, and bringing them back to the extra-physical office or clinic, let's call it an extra-physical clinic, that we've established in our Penta practice. Um, so we become 
a very important, a small, but nonetheless important piece in this huge mechanism of assistance that is really helping the world tick over and is really helping uh, to stabilize things beyond all the, the things that we're seeing that aren't going well. If this multidimensional assistance wasn't happening at so many different levels that it is happening, things would be going a lot worse than they are. Um, and so as we can contribute to that, the more we can develop our contribution, um, the more we're participating in really making this a better world. And so just from that perspective, uh, Penta is a huge karmic investment in our own future because we're able to assist so many people that we wouldn't otherwise be able to reach. People we'll never meet physically. Uh, people we might have never met extra physically or, or in any other lifetime before. Um, we can now provide assistance to them. So it's a big topic. If you're still listening to this, then my sense is that uh, you probably have some openness for this and this might be um, something that could be on the path for you, but uh, you know you obviously have to work out if this resonates. And if it does, um, then there's no need to rush. This is something to research. There is a lot more information available. The first reference point at this stage would be um, the book by Valdo Vieira called simply uh, The Penta Manual, Personal Energetic Task. Um, that goes into a lot more detail. And of course, as usual, I'm happy to uh, get any questions or clarify anything to do with this practice. But um, I really do believe that this is something that can make a big difference. And we need tens of thousands, maybe millions of us starting to do these kinds of practices to really uh, help us all along as a collective go through whatever the transition is. I, I don't um, have big predictions about the kinds of transitions that we're going through, but I do think that there are uh, some substantial changes happening, both extra physically and in the physical dimension. And really, everyone on board is the best way to go. So if this resonates, check it out, uh, get in touch, get yourself the Penta Manual, and um, let's get moving that energy. I really hope you got some value out of today's episode. If you did, why not leave a positive review on iTunes and share it on social media to help others find it. The tune seeing us out is another one from Axel Teslev. This one is called Akasha. You can find more information about today's guest on my website, multidimensionalevolution.com including any links to their work and their contact details. On my website, you'll also find my blog and information and reviews about my book, Multidimensional Evolution, which you can purchase in any good bookstore if you want to show your love for this show and get practical info for your own exploration of consciousness. Finally, please get in touch, whether it is to ask questions share experiences, or suggest guests and topics. I always love hearing from people, as I believe it is through sharing with each other 
that we can all grow together. Until then, or until you tune in again, I am sending you my very best energies.